everybody. It's Pastor Chad. Today is Sunday, January 2nd, 2022. Welcome to uh, The Way Radio Live, The Way R122 Ministry Live, and Happy New Year to everyone. We begin the year of 2022. Um, very interesting time to be alive. A lot of very strange things going on in the world. But as believers, we do not have to be drugged down. By events that seem so out of control and evil, uh, I do believe 2022 is going to be a very good year uh, for Christians. And I believe that a lot of the gloom and doom that we're hearing uh, from our leaders and the manipulations that are taking place uh, will not happen, um, especially with believers. So we shouldn't get stressed out about that. Um, with it being the first message of the year, I was really striving. Uh, you know, what would be a really uh, good, effective message to begin the new year. And is so often the case, we can't really offer any better message than the message of the gospel. And I've often used the phrase, back to the gospel uh, in my years in ministry. And the reason I love that phrase is because when we look at the condition of the modern church and we look at the condition that the world's in and we see how Christianity uh, is, is just uh, such a mess on so many fronts, uh, what we realize is if we would simply just get back to proclaiming the simple message of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the message of salvation by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, so many of the issues that we struggle with would just fade away. And so many of the problems that the modern church is struggling with would just be gone. And uh, so many of the, the the false religions and false churches that out that are out there uh, would no longer exist because they're not preaching the gospel. Um, so I love that phrase, back to the gospel. And I really believe that it's something we need to strive for in 2022. So that's the title of today's message, Back to the Gospel in 2022. Uh, let's pray and we'll get into the message. Heavenly Father, we thank you again that we're able to gather here, uh, brothers and sisters from different parts of the world, uh, to hear uh, the marvelous and glorious and amazing message of salvation in Jesus Christ, the message of the gospel. And Lord, I ask that as this word goes out today, that you would touch the hearts and the minds and the spirits of each person that hears it, that you would strengthen, edify, and comfort believers with it. And for those that don't know you, Lord, that are still uh, wandering around in this dark world, uh, lost and fearful and without peace or joy, that you would uh, pierce their hearts with with the, the beautiful message of the gospel and bring them to see uh, what it is to trust and have faith in you. And we just thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Um, another reason the gospel message just continues to shine more brightly is um, my family is seeing uh, the elderly members of our family starting to pass away. Uh, people that are getting up there in age and being a believer, you always wonder, were they a believer? Were they a Christian? And again, one of the frustrating things about this is, uh, like I just had a family member from another state pass away. Um, 
and you wonder, did they ever really hear the gospel message? Did they ever really come to faith in Jesus Christ? And I know the, the church that I think they attended uh, was not a biblical church, was a church that was very worldly. And, and I, from what I could tell, probably never really preached a gospel message. And so you wonder, did that person ever really hear the true gospel of Jesus Christ? And I've got another family member that's trapped in Mormonism. Uh, and, and I pray that he will hear the gospel. I'm actually working on a message to send to him on paper that I'm hoping will save him from the cult of Mormonism before it's too late. Um, the reason I'm sharing this is, as believers, it should always be our concern that everyone we care for and everyone we come in contact with somehow hears the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And regarding the new year, I believe that the best thing we can do at the beginning of each new year is to go back to the gospel, back to contemplating the message of salvation by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. And I firmly believe that if we strive to let all that we hope to accomplish in the new year spring from the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ abiding in us, then how can we fail? People love to make New Year's resolutions, but if our resolution is to simply spend more time preaching the gospel to ourselves, meditating on the gospel, praying over it, more time in communion and prayer and fellowship with the Lord, then all the things that, I, that, that we should be accomplishing will be accomplished. That should be our great resolution as we move into 2022. The most important thing during our time on earth is our response to the person and work of Jesus Christ. Our time in the visible realm is but a breath, but our spiritual existence is eternal, and our eternity can be glorious in Christ, in Christ's presence, but only if the penalty for our sins in this life are washed away and we are reconciled to God. And that is something that we have no ability on our own to do. Prayerfully consider each of the following points that I'm going to go through today. Meditate on them and seek the guidance of the Holy Spirit. John 16, 13 says, When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. So I'm just going to go through, point by point, the message of the gospel and present that to you. And I pray, and I pray that it would be a blessing to you and that it would guide you as you embark on this journey, as we move into the year of 2022. And the first point addresses the holiness of God. The Bible tells us that God is holy. That means that he is sinless. He is unable to sin and he is completely perfect. Only God alone possesses the quality of holiness. Isaiah 6, 1, and th 1 through 3 says, In the year of King Uzziah's death, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, lofty and exalted, with the train of his robe filling the temple. Seraphim stood above him, each having six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his and with two he flew. And one called out to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Habakkuk 1.13 says, your eyes are too pure to approve evil, and you cannot look on wickedness with favor. And Psalm 5.4 says, for you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness. No evil dwells in you. God is perfect holiness. Evil can have nothing to do with him, 
and sin separates us from him. Now let's look at the next point, the heart of man. Mark 7, 21 through 23 says, For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed the evil thoughts, fornications, thefts, murders, adulteries, deeds of coveting and wickedness, as well as deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things proceed from within and defile the man. On what can we blame our sin and depravity? Can we blame it on our environment? Can we blame it on Satan and demonic influence? Can we blame it on disease and disorder? In modern society and in much of the modern church, it is common to blame sinful behaviors on all of the above. But according to God's word, our sin is the fruit of our own sinful desire, of our own sinful nature and desire. Sin manifests in people in many ways. Some people drink and do drugs. Some people lie. Some steal. Some envy and covet. Some people are slothful and gluttonous. Regardless of the sin, it all begins with sinful human nature. James 1.14 says, But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. The desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. The next point, no one is righteous. Romans 3, 10 through 12 says, as it is written, none is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. We are all sinners, void of righteousness. This is the truth of every human, regardless of how good someone may seem, according to human standards. God's standard is perfection according to his law. All have sinned. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Consider the Ten Commandments. Have you lied? Have you stolen? Coveted? Lusted? Committed adultery? Taken the Lord's name in vain? Idolized? Etc., etc., etc.? Have you entertained sinful thoughts, believing that if they are not acted out, then they are not counted as sin? Matthew 5, 27 through 28 says, You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. And Matthew 5, 21 through 22 says, You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever says you fool will be liable to the hell of fire. God's law requires perfection, not only in deed, but in thought from the heart. To break one of God's commands is to have transgressed his law. Uh, James 2.10 says, for whoever keeps the whole law, but fails in one point, has become guilty of all of it. The sinful desire of man. James 1, 13 through 15 says, Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it is conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. The human heart is sinful desire. 
Our sin is the fruit of our heart's desire. It is not the fault of anything outside of ourselves or the influence of demonic forces. Our desire is what lures and entices us into sin. We are born in sin. Romans 5.12 says, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. We are born in sin. Sin is human nature. Psalm 51, 4 through 5 says, Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. The wages of sin, Romans 6, 23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The wages of sin is death. A sinner's just punishment is death and eternal suffering for sinning against a holy, just, and eternal God. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. We cannot pay the terrible debt that we owe to God because of our sin. How does a finite, sinful creature atone for transgressing the law of an infinite and holy God? It is an impossible dilemma. But God gave believers the ultimate gift, forgiveness and eternal life in Jesus Christ. Now let's look at the love and the mercy of God. Romans 5, 8 says, but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died. It is an undeserved and an unearned gift. Christ died for us while we were still sinners and in rebellion against him. Because we are dead in sin, we cannot seek God or come to him. Through his profound grace, love, and mercy, God raises us from the dead to eternal life in Jesus Christ. And this is by power or initiative of our own. Ephesians 2, 4, 4 through 5 says, But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. Call on the name of Jesus Christ. Romans 10, 13 says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. When the Holy Spirit raises us from the dead, opens our eyes to the truth of the gospel, brings us to believe, and we call on the name of the Lord, repent of our sins, and trust in Christ, he will save us from the wrath of God that will be poured out on all unrighteousness. Having no righteousness of our own, we stand in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Repent and trust in Jesus Christ. Mark 1.15 says, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Regardless of what we've done, how sinful our life has been, if we truly repent of our sins and trust in Jesus Christ, we will be saved in him. Repenting is a turning around from living a life in the way of sin to turning completely around a 180 degree turn and living According, living according to God's will in Christ. Confess and believe. Romans 10, 9 through 10 says, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. This is not a casual acknowledgement of Jesus Christ or a mindless and emotional sinner's prayer, but genuine belief from a contrite heart. It is a transformation in which the human desire for sin is replaced with hatred for sin and a consuming desire for Christ 
and his righteousness. Psalm 51, 17 says, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. O God, you will not despise. And Ezekiel 36, 26 through 27 says, And I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be, be careful to obey my rules. Peace with God. Romans 5, 1 says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Why do people suffer in this life? Why so much misery, strife, depression, addiction, and anxiety? Because there is no peace with God. All the fame and fortune in the world cannot provide true and lasting peace. The only way to have peace with God is through Jesus Christ. We are no longer condemned in Jesus Christ. Romans 8, 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because of sin, all are guilty and condemned before God. But when we are made alive, repent of our sin, and place our trust in Jesus Christ, we are freed from condemnation. Christ endured the punishment for our sin. He paid the debt that we could not pay. Colossians 2, 13 through 14 says, And you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that's against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. In Christ, we are eternally secure. Romans 8, 37 through 39 says, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. John six thirty seven says, All that the Father gives me, will come to me, and whoever comes to me, I will never cast out. Follow Jesus Christ and live for him. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians 2.20. Folks, let's go back to the gospel in 2022. And all will be well for us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, again, we thank you for the message of the gospel. And Lord, I ask that you would do a mighty work through the message this year. Uh, that believers would have opportunities to share the gospel with more of the lost. That your word would, word would go forth powerfully into the darkness of this world. And it would push away the darkness and the confusion and the fear that permeates so much of modern I just thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Folks, if you'd like a copy of this message, email me at chad at the way r122.org and ask yourself, if you're a believer, are you intimidated in sharing the gospel? Shy away from sharing the gospel with others because you're afraid they're going to ask you questions you can't answer or you're not uh, knowledgeable enough of the message of the gospel? Consider this, how much more effective is it to simply hand someone a printed copy of the message of the gospel? 
because they may not want to hear what you're saying to them. They may, the Holy Spirit may work on them. We should, I'm not saying we shouldn't proclaim the gospel verbally, but my point is, even if you proclaim the gospel verbally and then you leave a written copy of it behind, they may look at it later. Someone else may pick it up and read it. We don't know what effect it might have. So consider the power of simply giving someone the message of the gospel. So if you'd like to have a copy of the gospel message that I've laid out today, just email me at chad at the way, the letter r122.org. Uh, folks, our sponsor uh, is our elephantwalk.net, caring and step reflected in the quality of our products and the efforts to combat poverty and support wildlife conservation that our sales help support. Please consider uh, visiting elephantwalk.net. If you type the way, all lowercase, no spaces between the words at checkout, you'll receive 10% off. And we've got some new products that we'll be uh, adding that are coming into the business uh, just in the next couple of weeks that I'm really excited about. So please be sure to check that out. You can find us on the web at the r122.org. You can subscribe to the podcast at christianpodcastcommunity.org. Just search for The Way Radio in the search field. Folks, this episode should be up on the podcast within a week. Uh, again, get the printed copy. And if there's someone that needs to hear the gospel, please share this message with them. Share the podcast with them or share the video on Rumble. You can find us on Rumble at The Way R122. And folks, please consider donating to the ministry. Uh, we so much want to help Patrick get uh, his new church set up into more of a permanent building structure by purchasing the land that it sits on and doing the, the work that needs to be as far as uh, construction and improvements. And we also want to be able to uh, make it more conducive uh, to teaching more children, raising them up in the message of the gospel, in the ways of God, in the way of Jesus Christ. And we want to be able to uh, get a Bible school established there, but we need a lot of help financially to be able to do that. And I'd really like to just see that grow exponentially through 2022. So please consider going to the way r122.org and donating to the ministry. If you can make a monthly commitment, that really helps us because it helps us budget. Um, I think that's about all I had for today. I did want to thank those that have been supporting this ministry, um, some of them for years now. Uh, we are supported mainly by just very few people, but those people are uh, diligent. They have shown commitment and they have shown that they will stick with us through thick and thin. Ministry has been very difficult since the COVID hoax came about. Travel has become more difficult. I'm trying to plan the next trip, but now I'm hearing about new restrictions in Kenya, so I've got to wait to see what happens with that. Uh, but even if I can't get there right away, I can still help them from a distance and make sure that the work we're trying to do is still moving forward, and I will get there as soon as I can. Uh, so I just wanted to thank those that have stuck by me personally, really through this, through the last few years, and especially through the COVID thing, uh, as I strive to continue moving the ministry forward. It's just an awesome blessing. And I thank each one of you. All right. Thank you so much today for joining us. We will be back again next week. I'm working diligently through the book of Galatians. I'm just really enjoying the study. Uh, and I've got a new message that will be ready next week as we delve back into the book of Galatians as we begin 2022. All right. God bless you guys. We'll be back here next week. Same time, same place. Take care.